Now through June 29th, you can earn up to four times rewards points on your favorite products throughout the store at Safeway. Shop for items like Coca-Cola products, Deer Park Natural Spring Water, Dannon Light and Fit Yogurt, Mott's Original Applesauce, Heinz Ketchup, and McCormick Spices. And earn up to four times bonus reward points to use for discounts on gas or groceries. Visit Safeway.com or download the Safeway For You app to earn your reward points today. Offer valid through June 29th. See store for more details. Your Majesty, Sir Richard has arrived home from his quest. Sir Richard, you've slayed the dragon, and for your boldness, a choice of fabulous rewards, exotic pelts, rare gems, or riches the likes of which you've never seen. With more than 10 million in prizes and the best odds of winning $300, should you choose them, ultimate riches await thee. May thy boldness be rewarded with the new ultimate riches scratcher from DC Lottery. Please play responsibly. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Baseball Shorts. I am here with a very special guest, uh, Troy Johnson of the Miami Marlins. Uh, Troy, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm excited to be here, excited to talk some baseball and, you know, get a little more in-depth about my life. Yeah, it sounds great. Uh, we're, we're really excited to have you on and just talk a little bit about your journey. Um, just for the viewers, uh, kind of introduce them to you and kind of some of the things that have, have gotten you to where you are on your journey and some of the passions that you found away from the game as well. Okay. Yeah. So my name is Troy Johnston. I was drafted in the 17th round in 2019 by the Miami Marlins. I've spent my whole career so far with the Miami Marlins. I have now ended this 2022 season in AAA with Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Um, For me, I was always an athlete first, um, and I played every single sport I could get my hands on. Um, I played golf. I played uh, football. I played basketball, track. And actually, wrestling was a big part of my life as well, nice. um, with my with my father being a high school wrestling coach, and actually me and my wife both wrestling for him. Oh, that's um, cool. But other than that, I, I did as many sports as I could, and you know, kept it kept it light and kept myself competing. That's awesome. Um, it's always cool because I think when we look at athletes in general, um, you have those solo sport athletes, but letting athletes kind of branch out and experience different sports and different cultures. I know working in baseball, a lot of times when coaches were recruiting at the college level, they love the aspect of having someone play different sports and kind of experience different things. So they're not siloed into one sport specifically. Um, what was one of your favorite sports that you played outside of baseball? So I think my favorite sport to play, I, I, I really enjoyed wrestling, but the, the secondary sport I was the best at was golf. I, mm. I, played competitively when I was, I think I started when I was 11, 12, and I played up until I was about 14, 15. Then I had to, uh, I chose to play football in the fall um, instead of play golf. And so um, that was a tough decision for me. But, you know, of course, I can play golf anytime I want now. Is that what you're going to spend a lot of the offseason doing? (laughs) I sure hope so. Up here in in the state of Washington, it's it's beautiful right now. Um, But here in a couple weeks, it'll start raining and it won't stop until, you know, May or June. Um, yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely start golfing and you know honing my craft in the offseason, get my mind off baseball a little bit. But 
I would say that that was by far my, you know, my favorite sport. Um, you had wrestling and then you had, uh, you know, golf is definitely the one I was better at. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Uh, so you mentioned that you're from the state of Washington. Uh, you played at Gonzaga. Talk about kind of how you made your way to Gonzaga and some of the experiences that you had at the uh, at Gonzaga playing baseball there. So I, when I was recruited and um, when I signed, uh, I, I think I only had one or two more offers, but I got offered as a freshman in high school. Mm. And so for a freshman, whoever, whatever freshmen out there have been offered of college, I, I don't know if that's still a thing anymore, but that put a lot of pressure on me and I had to figure out what college I wanted to go to really quickly. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I, I toured all these schools. I went to Oregon, I went to Oregon State, uh, University of Washington, Washington State. I went to all these places and I went to go look to just see what the difference was worth. And one of the places that stood out was Gonzaga. One, because it, it felt like a true family mm -hmm. uh, when they were taking you in. It wasn't just, you know, we're going to show you all these cool things. And then, you know, when you get here, you know, it might be something different than what you were expecting. When I when I went to Gonzaga, I, I knew what I was getting. I, I The whole three years I was there, I got exactly what I wanted, a, you know, a world-class education plus yeah. um, elevated, advanced uh, baseball knowledge and just being having the opportunity to play. That's the big thing for me was having the opportunity. Um, but for me, my, my grandparents live right down the block from Gonzaga. I, nice. I grew up, <laughs> I grew up going to Spokane in the summers. And so for me, it just felt like home yeah. um, over all those other schools. And I, I had a fantastic time there. It was, you know, a beautiful campus and the coaching staff was phenomenal. Uh, and you know, actually I'm going back for the alumni weekend, uh, tomorrow, oh, cool. um, just to go celebrate with some guys and, you know, see, catch up a little bit all because of COVID we haven't really been able to do that in a couple of years but you know I'm, I'm pretty excited and it should be fun that's awesome uh what did you major in when you were at gonzaga so i i did my best i thought i was going to be an engineer didn't have the grades for it <laughs> um, of course just like probably a lot of people but um for me i went into business administration with a concentration in supply chain and operations oh very so cool. yeah so i thought when i was working with it when i was going through the business degree that is definitely the concentration that stood out to me. Um, I, but the cool part about Gonzaga is I got a little bit of everything. I got accounting, I got, um, you know, management, I got marketing, I got all this different stuff all wrapped into one yeah. um, degree. Although I did have the concentration, I pretty much got a full business background. That's awesome. And as you kind of look into the off season too, and some of the passions that you developed, um, what are some of your off season routines that help you kind of prepare for the next season and kind of get you um, in that right mindset um, just to help you stay focused? Well, for me, I, I enjoy taking a majority of time off of baseball mm, because for yeah. me, I like to be, like I said, I played a lot of sports. I did a lot of different things. I like to be a well-rounded individual as well as a well-rounded athlete. Um, and so for me, I actually have been doing a lot of yoga, nice. um, a lot of weightlifting, um, but I'm actually, I got an off season job as well. And I'm working as a paraeducator in my, uh, in a, the Puyallup school district. And so I'm, I'm helping with the uh, special education department and helping that. And that's really been fantastic for me because I really didn't know how I was going to like it, but I love love working with kids and so that has been you know kind of right now that's a, a huge off-season passion for me 
That's, I mean, that's awesome to hear because so we do the, the full length episodes and we interview like a lot of former athletes like Tyson Ross came on, Jacob Turner. They kind of talked about when they're yeah. in their career, they wish early on they would, were able to find things that they loved outside of the game. And the fact that you've done it this early on in your career and have started to develop those things, I mean, that's absolutely huge, especially as you think um, you, of course, you want to have a long and huge career in baseball but eventually there's going to be a time no matter how long you play the game that you have to transition out of the game and it's just awesome to see that you're finding those passions away from it well thank you very much and one of the other things i'll, I'll hopefully we can get some marketing out of it too but uh me and my wife we actually uh run our own business as well and so that's oh, very one of the big cool passions that i have I, i'm putting my my business degree to work a little bit but we run a women's clothing boutique oh, and that's so awesome. styled styled and social styled and social.com and so if any, anybody out there wants to check it out, but um, I, I really enjoy doing that. I do all the background stuff. And of course she tries to get me to model the clothes. I'm like, no, I can't do that. You look much, you look much better in it. So um, you could have I'll a future, a career future as a model. <laughs> I, could, I could, but you know, it's, it's okay. She's the boss. And so she tells me what to do. That's awesome. Uh, I guess the, the other thing, as we kind of talk about transitions too, um, what's the transition like from playing? Cause a lot of times we, you have the players who kind of go through the lower minors and you transition to the upper minors. What are some of the big things that you've noticed um, as you transition to the upper minors, um, whether it's competition or just kind of getting adjusted, what are some of the big things that you've had to, to utilize or come or face during this transition to the upper minors? I think, I think the information that people are given mm. is the biggest difference because of course, when you're in the lower minors, guys don't have a lot of information because it's, things either from college or even the lower minors guys maybe haven't played since they've gotten drafted in a year or a year and a half, they get Tommy John or something like the, the amount of data and the amount of um, information that is out there that you can utilize as a hitter, as, as a pitcher, like, like going against those in the, and kind of going into battle with that. I think that is the biggest jump because not only do you have a lot of information on the pitcher yeah. to create a plan, but the pitcher has a lot more information I feel like about you on how to attack you and get you out. Because of course, it's a lot easier for the pitcher to get you out than it is to, uh, of course, hit home runs or doubles or singles or hits it all in that in that case. But yeah, that's awesome. It's it's kind of cool to hear just the the different transitions because I think as you start to advance those levels, you start to get more of that data, like you said. Um, so you won the uh, MVP for Double A this year. Um, what was one of your biggest highlights uh, throughout the season? So I had a week against Biloxi where I think I had 15 or 16 hits in a six game span. And so that was, and it was fantastic because I had a, a go ahead home run. A, I think I had another, maybe two go ahead runs, something like that. And I think I had a walk off hit in there too. Um, and so that, that weekend I felt like I was on top of the world. Um, and so, but, but of course, baseball is very humbling, just like everybody knows. Yeah. And so, of course, I had my rough patches here or there, but I would say that that kind of solidified, um, you know, maybe in the organization's eyes of giving, you know, awarding me the MVP. But, you know, honestly, I just felt like I was a good, a, a nice team guy and helped the team out any way that I could. Um, so maybe that's also one of the reasons why. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's awesome to hear the team atmosphere that you've developed uh, as well. Um, I guess kind of diving into the last couple of questions here, um, as we look on kind of behind the scenes into your off season, um, what's your go-to restaurant this off season? That when you get home, you got to go and get Ooh. that food every time. <laughs> so 
we have a just a family Mexican restaurant and it's just like every other Mexican restaurant but me and my wife when we were dating in high school we'd always go to this Mexican restaurant and it's just a little a little place if you're not looking for it you'd never find it and so it's just this little Mexican restaurant and we always have to get it I love it we have we we always have we we're big foodies and so every time we go we always got to get either exactly what we like or we try something new but that that's one of our that's that's one of the Mexican restaurants in our hometown that, uh, you know, we hold near and dear to our hearts. That's awesome. I'm from Arizona originally. So you have the, all those little hole in the wall Mexican yes. restaurants. That you know, yes, absolutely you know. amazing. <laughs> I guess the last question kind of to wrap things up, um, just cause as we folk, like we've said, we focus on the human side of the game and the human element. Um, as you've done a great job kind of finding those passions that you have outside of the game, what would be like one piece of advice that you'd have for, Athletes just making that transition to pro ball are still trying to find out the things they love outside of the game. If you had like one piece of advice you could give them, what would that be? Well, if you're trying to find something outside of the game that you're in love with, I'd say try everything. Don't yeah. don't shut people down. If they try to come out to you and, and sit, sit, they want to offer you something, you know, of course, know your boundaries, know who you're talking to. And, and of course, you got to protect yourself more than anything. But But at least hear them out. Listen to everything. You know, you never know who might give you the opportunity of a lifetime that changes the whole course of your life. Um, and so, you know, it could be one person, it could be another, it could be a group of people. Um, but listen to everybody, take everybody's advice, because of course, at least in some aspect, um, everybody wants to help you. And of course, if they get something out of it, great, but of course they want to better you. And so just, just listen to everything and try everything if you can, because if you don't try anything, then you're never going to know. Yeah. And I love that because it, it happens all the time. You think when you're growing up as a young kid, if you don't try something, you're not going to know whether you like it or not. So I think exactly. that's a huge thing to end on. Uh, Troy, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to join us. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best next season and also get to enjoy a lot of golf this off season. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Jared. I really enjoyed it. Now through June 29th, you can earn up to four times rewards points on your favorite products throughout the store at Safeway. Shop for items like Coca-Cola products, Deer Park Natural Spring Water, Dannon Light and Fit Yogurt, Mott's Original Applesauce, Heinz Ketchup, and McCormick Spices. And earn up to four times bonus reward points to use for discounts on gas or groceries. Visit Safeway.com or download the Safeway For You app to earn your reward points today. Offer valid through June 29th. See store for more details. Your Majesty, Sir Richard has arrived home from his quest. Sir Richard, you slayed the dragon, and for your boldness, a choice of fabulous rewards, exotic pelts, rare gems, or riches the likes of which you've never seen. With more than 10 million in prizes and the best odds of winning $300, should you choose them, ultimate riches await thee. May thy boldness be rewarded with the new ultimate riches scratcher from DC Lottery. Please play responsibly.